So, like, take off to the great white north. Beauty. Beauty. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Jeez. Take off. <laughs> You hosers. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me when you hold me in your arms so tight you let me know everything's all right Hey guys, welcome back to Hosers. This is episode 46. My name is Chris Killingsworth, and joining me as always is my co-host Carter Lupel. How's it going, Carter? What's going on, Chris? It's going well. Thanks for asking, my man. We also got Thomas <laughs> Williams in the T dot, fresh what off up? a London, Ontario vacation. Oh yeah, the beauty of London, Ontario. I smelled gas pipes. Yes. I inhaled some mufflers. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> Did you go to any uh, college parties while you were there? You know, I I totally did. Like hung out with like Nazem came back. It was chill. It was like nice. Did you ask him what, like what what how he's feeling after all the heat after the suspension? Yeah, exactly. He was pretty calm. It was did like, you just chill out? But you know, the good thing is, is he's doing these like uh, things on Instagram. A thousand dollars for a birthday shout out to pay back the money that he lost. Is that suspension, okay? So. <laughs> So is is that on Instagram only, or is it on the app Cam Cameo? I honestly don't know. I saw something. Okay, about I think it. I think it's Cameo. Have you heard of this app? Like this. No, service? tell me about it. So it's basically, you're if you're a celebrity like of any level, yeah. you could basically get people to pay you to give them a video shout out. Okay. And some of them are crazy. They range to like a dollar. Yeah. So like no names, nobodies to like, I don't know. I think I saw like, like Bret Hart does a lot of them, like the wrestler. Good for him, man. And like, wow. so it's like 200 bucks to get like a birthday shout out. That's it? To Bret get Bret Hart? Hart. Yeah, like, yeah. And Bret, like Bret Hart is not his best version of him right now, so. <laughs> yeah, he's a little rough. That's good. Like, some, some are absolutely like insane, like. Uh, Bar- Bam Marjan, Mar- Bam Margera, Bam Margarin, 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 Bam Marchand, uh, <laughs> Bam Margera, Mar- Bam Margera does some and like he's he, he's those he, brain cells left, dude. He looks the absolute worst he's ever looked. Yeah, like, I, I was looking at him the other day. It's, Google it's, image search it's Bam Margera twenty nineteen. Should I do it? Yeah, I don't think he has like pupils or irises really... anymore. His eyes are just white. Like, it's so, it's just so messed up, like. Oh, man. You know what? He hasn't been the same since Ryan Dunn died. Okay, well, yeah. but that's, that's why sad. he's the way that he is. Dude, he looks, but it's like, he looks rough, man. But he even, so, like, he, he's tried to came, come back into skateboarding with, like, that, the Viceland stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. He, they did a new documentary on him, like, of trying to get back into it, and then it, like, he seemed, it seemed like he was sobering up and everything, and then now it's like, if you watch any of his cameos, I want to see if you can, um... Yeah, well, the Ryan Dunn, like, he, he, in all his interviews and everything, the Ryan Dunn thing is, like, the turning point for him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, okay. 
Do you want to listen to some of his... $65 to get Bam Margera. That actually seems decent. Okay, how do you guys Honestly, feel let's about pay, let's pay paying six, Bam Margera? Let's pay $65 bucks to get him on, yeah. Yeah, let's get him. It would just be like... It would just be like, listen to Hoser's podcast. Dude, oh, imagine you know we got Bam Margera go? to do our fucking intro. For 65 bucks US, that's worth that's it. That's so worth it. Yo, we could probably get money together to get, like, okay. I'm sure you we guys, could get people to pitch for it. I would Dude. pay it just to get Ben Margera to say, yo, listen to uh, Hosers? Yeah, listen to Hosers. Oh my God, that'd be so fucking funny. Do you want to listen to, like, one of his? I yeah. mean, yeah, kind of, now okay, that we're, like, this is, in it. This is, for, this is for Dave. I don't know what it is, but... <laughs> What up, Dave? It's Bam Margera wishing you a happy 30th birthday. Make sure you go out and get all muffed up and do some shit you might regret. That was it. Yeah, I mean, that seems reasonable. That, that like, seems about $65. Do you guys want to do it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Ta- Carter, Thomas. Carter, look into or, it. Is, okay. okay. I'll, I'll download now, the email now, right now. To think of, like... Kadri's charging like five hundred. I think it was five fifty. Yeah. Like, like official, like whatever his price. Um, to think of like he's charging that and Bam Margera, who's like obviously way bigger. Yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> just sixty five bucks because you just need it. It is crazy though. <laughs> like you think he's like hard up for money? No. But. Margit Bam? Yeah. He's just he's just living in Phil's basement. I mean, probably every sixty five bucks he just like buys beer like with it. No, dude. He's, he's like, so oh we got sure. I mean Sliper is subjective, but yo, um let's let's move on. So first and foremost, <laughs> we missed a few episodes. Like the, I was listening to the last episode. That was the episode from the mall. Got a lot of great feedback about oh, the mall yeah. episode. Um, nice. But I had said, like, that was the night of game <clears throat> six, I believe, of the Leafs-Boston. So, yeah. like, obviously some shit has happened since then, and, and we're sorry that we took a bit of time. But, Carter, let's do a quick life update from you, man. What's what's new with you? Um, still working a lot. Congrats, man. Um, Congrats on the job. Thank you. Still have it. 40 hours <laughs> a week, something like that. Oh, no, that it's way more than that. It's, like, 80 hours we're gonna get you Don't some. Give... We're gonna get you some AirPods this week. I promise. Thank. I need those. I actually. So the guy who I'm about to tell this story about does not listen to this podcast. You are you gonna shit talk um, him? Uh, no, I love him, and I told him this story and how ridiculous it was to his face. Are we gonna spill some tea about some guy you work with, and you're just gonna be like this fucking goof? No, he's he's so hot and talented. I there's no tea on on him. Okay, but he what. I'm like sitting working in one of the like the lounge areas <clears throat> and the lounge areas by the IT desk. Yeah. And he like comes up and there's like a divider so you can't really see but you can like see his feet and everything and he comes up and he's like uh hey and like IT guy he's like this isn't like a normal work question but my um the case to my AirPods gets scuffed up a lot and um what do I do to get rid of that? <laughs> and I can't see him, but I see the IT guy go. 
he's just like so perplexed by it. Yeah, he's like uh, rubbing alcohol or something. Yeah, seriously, that's what I would say. Use a rubbing alcohol wipe, it fixes everything. <laughs> I was like, dude, that was the like most privileged white boy like IT inquiry I've ever heard in yeah. my life. Not Jesus. like, oh my, my computer's not running, so I can't output the work that I'm paid to do. It's um, <laughs> the case of my AirPods is getting a little. It doesn't look fresh anymore, so yeah, I'm not I'm not as lit as my deskmates. The thing that's like tricky about it though is that like AirPods are, and I can't. I think I may have told you guys in person, but they're like such like a status thing now for people. Um, that like if you've got AirPods, like you're you're, you're cool. Um, yeah. I saw I saw this kid a couple of days ago who had like they're they're very obviously the earpod headphones which are the ones that come with the new iphone that are wired um but but he cut like he cut the wires off of them (laughs) so these like don't even have a purpose like they don't even play music but it like you know you're in grade 10 and you're like you know trying to fit in and you know and, and kids are weird too they say shit like i don't speak broke boy and i'm like oh my Jesus God. fucking christ man like you know it's so funny <laughs> my uh my little sister got a case of like a not a case of airpods but like airpods and on the case she had engraved i don't speak broke jesus oh which is just God. it's hilarious that's a tough it's one a whole man. other level i know i know holy shit we can get gilbert godfried or riffraff <laughs> to do our intro dude i'd love to get riff a riffraff, riffraff intro or Chum Leaf from Pawn Stars. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not supporting that sick fuck. No chance. If you guys hear that it. weird sound in the background, because it wouldn't be an episode of Hosers without a weird sound in the background, uh, our washer machine is, like, broken, so we're going to hear some noises. Uh, are, are you are you in dad briefs right now? Yes. Dad briefs drinking a Hortons? Here's the oh thing. Oh, my God. Yo, here's the deal, yo. So... When I finished work, I had to go right to puppy classes with Puck. Yeah. And then I came right home, but I don't have any clean clothes for tomorrow, which is why my washer's going while I'm recording. So like I said, I'm going <laughs> to own that. That's my fuck up. But I need, I couldn't go another day without us recording. And yeah. do you guys want to do your round two predictions before we move into round three predictions? Okay. I was just going to say also, our... Uh, our good friend of the podcast, Totally Offside, did comment on how unlistenable the uh, the car episode was. Yes, yeah. that was a tough and one then, for us. And then also how the <laughs> mall ambiance in the previous episode were just like perfect. So today we're this just fits. Today we're serving laundromat realness. <laughs> yeah. um, we're actually we're, we're, we're turning actually, into an ASMR podcast. Yeah. Oh you don't my like. God. You know those apps? All right, uh, this is the sound of Chris's Hyundai going to Little Caesars. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Turn you your know, volume down a bit because it's going to be very tunnel-y. <laughs> uh, you know those, like, relaxation apps? Like, yes. like <laughs> Calm or whatever? Like, yeah, um, Calm. That read you a bedtime story? Yeah. <laughs> Where it has, like, background noises of, like, crickets. This is, we're basically half a hockey podcast, half that. Yeah. Like, washing machine noise. Yeah, we're background. just an ambient podcast. Yeah, well, at least now. we own it. There's, oh, the lights are oh, on. <laughs> Robin, my fucking Got he. Jesus Christ. Uh, this whole boys. bird's out. Uh, 
Robin's birthday's on Saturday. I think I might get Rob uh, Nazem Kadri to wish her a happy birthday. Wow. Get get Subban too. And it's my birthday next week too. Wow. Yo, um, you know maybe just... I'll maybe I'll spring on a Flava Flav one for you guys. I like Whoa. that. Whoa, boy. I'd rather have one of the girls from Flavor of Love do it instead. Yep. <laughs> New York or, or Hoops. Um, but, yo, let's talk what an about... underrated show. What, let's talk a little bit about... Uh, let's try and get it back on the rails here, boys, for fuck's sakes. Yeah, sure. The hockey podcast. Uh, yeah. What did you guys think of... Uh, well, let's, let's finish... Let's get into round two. Like, obviously, the Leafs lost against the Bruins. What else is new? We'll talk about the Leafs another time. Um, but we're we'll have all summer. We're gonna go into well. Let's let's just skip round two. I'm just gonna share with you guys that these playoffs have saved for a few games here and there. I did not watch much of round two personally. Um, yeah. How did you enjoy round two, Carter? Were there any standout games or players for you? Um, there was lots of game sevens, which was exciting um, and frustrating, like staying up for double OTs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but. I was wrong for all four of my picks, for, or for all of my picks. So, that was also exciting. You picked um, Isles over Canes. I did. I'm sorry. What the fuck? I thought I thought Trotzman was gonna sneak him past the line. <laughs> um, we'll get into the Canes later. I said <laughs> I said lit on it until we get to Canes. Um, but it was good. Like seeing th- like seeing guys like McKinnon like come come off and like just grind it out because he wanted to be a part of that game seven was fun to watch um it like the the dallas series was frustrating but it was a lot of fun to watch like that was like some of the like grittiest hockey i've seen in a while um but it it was it was fun to watch even though i was wrong about everything (laughs) yeah it did feel like see now the now the the washing machines down to a slight hum we're in yeah, a good spot it's on it's on it's on the rinse cycle yeah, right we're now, rinsing huh? baby speaking of getting <laughs> fucking rinsed like i i just I'm, I'm like at this place right now where i was looking at my bracket and i looked at the four teams that are still left and i realized i talk shit on all four teams so i'm gonna yeah. have to backpedal a little bit um I know for me, like, obviously Carolina has been super impressive, man. And I'm going to take that on the fucking chin. Like, Thomas, Carter and I were non-believers. And I don't know if I'm a believer now. Like, I want them to beat Boston so fucking bad. I think if they get by Boston, the cup's theirs, like, no doubt. Like, Uh, yeah, it's hard to... I think St. Louis has something to say to that, buddy. No, I would I would say San Jose. I don't think St. Louis, man. I want uh, St. Louis to win now. Like, I'm at a place where, like, I've spent... You know what's, you know what's I, I can't up? get behind St. Louis. You know what's messed up? Is, like, is Tuka Rask, like, the best goalie left? Probably. And that's messed up. He's so bad. <laughs> no, I think, Benning, like, I think so bad. Bennington's, like, played out of his mind this year. Yeah, like sample size. Sample size, yeah, but you could say the same thing about Rask because Rask is so inconsistent, right? We could yeah. say this like ten year career. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Here, <laughs> here's what I'm saying. I ex- like if if you look at Columbus's series against Rask, like I think Bobrovsky was largely the better goalie in that series, personally. Oh yeah. 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 And I think Rat like and I would say the same thing about Anderson. Like I think Anderson is better than Rask in the Leaf series, right? But yeah. I think um you know, they've they've 
they have something that's worked well for them against Columbus, and that's the depth. Like, they're getting, mm-hmm. like, production from their bottom six, yeah. um, which is something that's been good about Boston. Like, in your estimation, Thomas, do you think Carolina will be able to match the depth that Boston has? On, like, forward? Yeah. I would say, yeah, like, it's hard because when you get down there, like, Sean Corrales and your Danton Heinens and stuff. Yeah. But then on, like, the, like, Canes, you have your Warren Fogles and your, like, Jordan Martin Nooks there. Like, it's still, it's pretty, like, not household names at all, but, like, you still have fairly effective players down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Blue Line, they blow them out of the water, personally. Mm-hmm. And goaltending is, like, whatever. Like, they bit, both Carolina goalies have been so amazing these playoffs, so I don't expect them to slow down. The only problem is, and Boston kind of carried this throughout the playoffs, into the, like, into the playoffs from the regular season, is that they're just so good defensively for some damn reason. Yeah. Like, them just as a full team don't give up any chances. They don't give up high danger chances. They might, you might outshoot them. I don't know what the shots are for right now because we're recording during game one of Kane's Bruins. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the shots are like right now. At We're end of the second period. Kane's are up 2-1. Shots are 25-18 to 18 for Carolina. Right. But Carolina's had three power plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It'll be but interesting. Yeah, like, it's 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 hard because I, I think they match up par- fairly evenly like talent wise. Honestly, like Sebastian Ajo has been insane, and yeah. like you might see that Marshan Bergeron passionate connection, obviously. But like Neil Nierider, like Ajo, Justin Williams, Tuvatera tu- Vine, and like it's those guys have been all yeah. like as long as they rotate. I've I've seen loved watching Williams play. Yeah, he's been insane. Like well, and so I was watching. So I was watching the Carolina game, and so I've. I'm sorry, but I forget their coach's name right now. It's Rod Brindamore. Rod the Bod. Oh fuck! It's no. Yeah, n- never mind. It wasn't Carol. No, it was Carolina because they're talking about Brindamore and how like he likes to change lines on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like he does. Oh my God. how like everybody doesn't matter who you are, or who you played with, or whatever. Like, and doesn't matter what time or at what point you step onto the ice you know that system yes and i thought and that's that's honestly where hockey should be heading is that yeah you, you are very so interchangeable much, you're so flexible with your lineup that like teams should be comfortable having your ninth best forward playing with your best forward because yeah yeah of what and, they bring or something and i think that's like it's been so fun watching carolina and like williams has been like succeeding like crazy but um like Carolina play because it's so interesting because they don't you don't see the like the divide in the lines you don't see like your high talent like scoring line you don't see your grinder line you don't see like that traditional like tiered line system right. it's just like consistent high pressure hockey like the whole time and I yeah. didn't pay attention to them throughout the season and I like regret it because it's very it's, fun hockey to watch they've been They've been insane, and it's like there are certain types of players are like, they're all like you kind of say hybrids. Like they're all so multi-talented. Like if for whatever reason, like if Nino Nadrider 
Tuvo Teravainen and Sebastian Aho are on the ice, you are not getting the puck from them. Right. Yeah. Like, if you do, then they're getting it back in, like, an instant because of how, like, they're, they could be a grinding line on the forecheck, and then on the cycle, they're, like, impossible to control. And, like, yeah. it's just these hybrid, like, New and is the perfect example of, like, what a modern-day NHL forward should be that he's not super fast, but he can be on the rush if you, like, he can still skate well enough. Yeah. But, like, in the corners, he's always there. He can get the puck. He has a wicked shot. Like, and then Sebastian Aho, playmaker out of his, like, damn minds, mm-hmm. and also same goal scorer. Like, I think it's just, they're, like, how well they've been coached and just those, how well they're able to roll those lines are, like, if this is a copycat league, I think a lot of teams should be looking at what Brindamore has done. Um, yeah. So maybe we'll see that next year as, like, a narrative throughout the next season. But yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I think, too, one thing that's been effective for them is that you have a lot of AHL teams that are, like, their system is very similar to the system that's played at the NHL team, like, the that level. And then mm-hmm. you've even got a team, you know, like Toronto, for example, where, like, the Growlers play, like, the Marlies play, like, the Maple Leafs. So if teams are using their, like, ECHL affiliate um, that way as well, you know, you can effectively get a guy, you know, like, you know, a Trevor Moore, like a Justin Hall, who spent time in the ECHL and then made their way to the Marlies and then made their way to the Maple Leafs. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that can be a really effective program too, so... Lots of exciting stuff that way. I want to shift gears a little bit um, to the Western Conference. Obviously, we have San Jose uh, playing against, um, you know, that, that St. Louis. St. Louis. Now, obviously, you know, we've we've kind of had it out a little bit with both of those teams this year. We just go back a step. Thomas, were you disappointed to see Colorado not able to seal the deal? Or where you at? Yeah, I was kind of... I was fine with either team really like I really liked Colorado they're so entertaining and again like if it was a copycat league it'd be an insane kind of like such a freestyle way of playing yeah that if it was copied great like see them in the conference finals but then just the story of San Jose like never winning a cup Joe Thornton going through these playoffs again yeah they so that's s- the only reason why I'd like to see San Jose to see Thornton yeah. have a cup yeah. I think that's just like what everyone's thinking right now. It's like Yeah. No one really cares about St. Louis not winning ever. Like it's yeah. just like Yeah, <laughs> get out of here. Like you're the blues. No one really thinks about you anyways. Like, I think it's cool though because they were such a fucking shit show at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, I wish they stayed that way though. No, I know, yeah, because you want Pietrangelo. I want back I in, want trans no, I just want transactions. <laughs> the best part of sports. Yes, but I um, think that the fact that they were able to turn it around is a testament to the coaching job from Craig Berube, right? Which is like yeah. a kind of underrated storyline this year is Craig Berube, who's been serving as an interim head coach, um, who like there's no chance that he's and not he's up, he's up for co- October and he's right? up for coach he's up for coach of the year as an interim coach. It'll just be interesting to see like what that looks like because he was able to kind of get everything under control and they have guys that are contributing at a, at a higher level now. Like, you know, Jaden yeah. Schwartz is a guy who I really like on the blues and he was playing 
like up and down their lineup this year with acquisitions obviously of Ryan O'Reilly and, and Bozak and David Perron. So it's good mm-hmm. to see that he's like finally kind of put it together a little bit. And I don't know, man, like for, for me, I know I like talk a lot of shit on St. Louis cause they were frustrating the, f- like just absolute life <laughs> out of me earlier this year. Um, yeah. I have watched a lot of St. Louis games and I mean, I'd love to see St. Louis win the cup. They're going to be my pick. Oh, wow. Guys, it's a story of redemption, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Are you guys not watching Game of Thrones right now? It's all about redemption, bro. Okay, okay. It is redemption. I started watching season one. The what? Oh, the pressure. No, dude. Ned Stark Um, dies. Spoiler alert. Sorry. He gets his head chopped off. Um, But really quick on Colorado, I thought it was pretty big that Landeskog he like admitted and took the blame for that one blue line goal like yeah for the second goal like i i think a lot of other players would be like oh i don't know like like would try and shoulder it somewhere else but he's like yeah i'll take that like that's i didn't get off the ice quick enough i fucked that up that's on me like i thought that was pretty big yeah Change- i liked to see that that shit but just that he kind of owned it right well yeah that that's like that's a leader right I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, I also wanted to, like, as we're kind of reflecting back, I think Dallas played really well, too, um, in, in their series. You know, obviously Dallas is a team that, I don't know, they've had some ups and downs. And we and we talked about, you know, the comments that were made against Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan. And, and you know, they they have a very impressive blue line. I wouldn't say that it's yeah. underrated, but like watching a guy like Heskinen come into the year or come into the league this year and just be such an impact guy, and you know we saw Klingberg kind of go off a little bit more as well. Uh, Klingberg is so good with the puck. I totally like he flew right under my radar. Yeah, so and they've got it's some so great good. forward depth too. Like uh, Rupe Hints is a guy I know you like, Thomas. And I yeah. thought oh, yeah. he played really well. <laughs> Um, I like I like how they're trying to pronounce his name and they couldn't get it. Rupins, Rupins, <laughs> So as far as how you guys expect these to play out, let's get a prediction from each of you guys since we missed our round two predictions. Let's make sure we do good on our th- round three. Okay. Uh, let's start with you, Carter. Who's going to win in the East and who's going to win in the West? I think it's going to be a San Jose, Carolina Cup round. Dude, can you hear that? Sportsnet just fucking flip their lid <laughs> like everyone just shut off they're making no money okay <laughs> well Why no so carolina the they're did, no did you guys did you guys hear the the business like the business update like no, for carolina on their preseason ticket sales no no so last year um this time of the year last year carolina sold five hundred thousand dollars worth of uh ticket sales like for the following season. Hey Carter, yeah. real quick, just speaking of uh, the Hurricanes ticket cycle, we got the uh, rent cycles done. I think we're on the home stretch for this load of laundry. <laughs> so, uh, fuck yeah. Oh my god. I- I'm I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so at this point now, they sold 3.6 million in ticket sales for next year. Holy shit. And okay. so there's like an extreme like growth in the bandwagoners in Carolina. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. Like okay, I know, I hate, I know. I hate when like Sid to scare, success, Sid Sixero. There you go. Sounded out. Buddy. Had it. 
had a tweet where it was like, oh, like, congratulations to all the Carolina Hurricanes fans. It's been a tough two months for you or whatever. Like, saying, there's some, like, I'm paraphrasing, but saying basically, like, everyone's a bandwagoner that follows this team. But it's like, no, they have, like, a crazy fan base. Like, it's so loyal and, like, been through all this bullshit. Like, yeah. I feel just so bad for them. And if Florida ever makes a rebound, like, all Panthers fans, like, that might be a more serious, like, problem because actually people, like, aren't showing up and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. it's, like, it's it, crazy. It'll um, be exciting. San Jose, like, San Jose's got that crazy fan base and so does... Oh, they're, like, one of the best in the league. Yeah, yeah so sure. I think it's going to be an exciting and, like, very, very, like... Because these playoffs, if anything, have extremely, like rocked the hockey world like who the fuck would ever think that we would have Carolina and St. Louis in the round and that Columbus would have gone as far as they would or anything like that so I I think it's been interesting enough for people just to see how it pans out you know yeah I think yeah I I think it's gonna be interesting I mean I want to get to a couple of topics once we've got our predictions locked in but Thomas what, what do you expect to happen here in the conference finals so I love my Canes, obviously. Yeah. But I'm so worried that Boston might just lock them down. Yeah. Boston's the boogeyman. Like, that's the... They yeah, know how to do it. They're so... Like, they they literally, as we were talking, they scored two goals early, like, in the first five minutes of the third period. And yeah. Now they're up 3-2. Yeah. Well, so that's like... Bam, they're just like, okay, yeah, like we'll just turn it on and score a couple goals. And Boston's like, like a chameleon when they have their backs up against the wall, though. They know exactly what buttons to push. They know, like, exact. They adapt well, they, to, like, where to pressure. Yeah, they know how to, like, change their game. Like, okay, we'll just be all skill, and then, like, okay, they can do that. Right. Yeah. That's. I'll talk about this later, but I want to just remind me of something I was going to say. Um, so I'm really sad to say, but I think it'll be Bruins in seven. Yeah. Yeah. I hate saying that, yeah. but I'm just so like my, seeing them against my Columbus hate. My hate like, for Boston is is gonna make Carolina win this series. Yeah, there you go. But I, I'll be on either way. Either I'll be right or I'll be happy that I was wrong. Yeah. Um, so that's my prediction for the East, and then I think it'll be San Jose. It's just too. I think they're just too good. Timo Meyer is like an animal. Yeah, he's just yeah. one of my favorite favorite players to watch right now. Like, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, so I, I th- I'm predicting San Jose, Boston, and then San Jose winning. It'll be nice. And then Joe Thornton pulls out his hammer. And also <laughs> San Jose, Boston, Joe Thornton connection. Right. Be like, remember me? Like, <laughs> remember me, fucker. <laughs> He's just, there like, yelling up at, at fucking, uh, what's his name, Cam Neely. Cam Neely. <laughs> yeah. Cam, Cam Neely's, like, a unit now, eh? Like, he's a big guy. He looks really? like yeah. he looks like me after Robin and I go to the uh, Frankie Tomatoes in Markham. You guys ever been there oh, before? Fuck yes. Oh, my God. Don't get oh me started. God. I've been there once. Turn it off. Yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Sorry, love. Um, sorry, we're like talking. I want to move into the other room where we normally record, but that's where the sound is going to be way worse. So I'm just going to grind it out here. But we don't have to. We're going to be finished here in a few minutes. We're not doing well, okay, a super I was, long episode. I was going to say something just really quick. Well, dude, kinda like, can I get my predictions in really quick? Oh, yeah, sorry. Jesus. I'll, I'll bring up my topic. I'm going to let you finish. 
Yeah. Sorry, so, I have important things to talk about. So, yeah, there's uh, just one... As far as predictions for me, I know this is a bit of a shorter episode, but for me, uh, I've got St. Louis in the West uh, in six, and I've got Boston in six as well. I don't think that the, uh, the Canes will be able to drag it to Game 7. I expect a bit of regression from Peter Mrazek. Uh, and I also, you know, I think Martin Jones is due to just have a couple stinker games, and I think that uh, St. Louis true. is going to capitalize. Um, so, so that's kind of where I'm at. And, and like I said, you know, I'm a, I'm a fucking diehard Blues fan. Um, <laughs> I've, I've been my whole life. I've been a Blues yep. fan my whole life. Uh, like, I love... Since, Ke- since Keithy Boy's been down there? Every team in that division, like, I legit love all of them. So, uh, <laughs> no, but for real, I, I mean, I think it's just going to be really cool to see St. Louis. Like, I just think it's such a great story. It's a good narrative. And like I said, I'm on a bit of a redemption arc. I'm on my Jamie Lannister bullshit right now. And <laughs> I, uh, you know, felt one way. And now Stop. I feel another no spoilers. way. spoilers, fuck. Listen, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. As, as, as soon as you climb that mountain, you realize it wasn't that good at the top. And Yeah, it is yeah. definitely going to be an exciting little bit here. Um, and, and I guess, yeah, we'll just have to see how it plays out. I, yeah, I'm just going to say it's been an interesting observation that, like, it's seeing like going into this year where it's like all skill all the time like you want your best players out there kind of thing i just dropped something. but uh it's been interesting that like the last four teams that are in these playoffs and it's almost like i always want to personally believe that skill wins you games but it's like they have players that could both are so like good at protecting the puck and can be physical and then have that skill mm-hmm. yeah too it's just like the perfect mix like like i was saying earlier timo meyer is a perfect example of someone that can use his size and then also can like score an amazing goal like he did yeah uh carolina perfect what i was saying nino like all those guys they have that skill that innate skill like michael Furlan too mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and then like Boston, obviously, it's no really description is necessary in Boston, but like, and then well, you just San, have guys and, on Boston's blue line that just love you know doing reckless headshots. So that's yeah. That's I was gonna say, too. should we talk about McAvoy? Uh, yeah, it's just it's hard. Like, and then you have uh, St. Louis, where it's obviously like the Ryan O'Reillys and Jaden Schwartz are like is a very good example of that. Like, just such like good possession players like in Makachuk in Calgary like even Brendan Gallagher who in Montreal is like insane at doing all this shit like I think as of right now if you want your team to be successful even and it works in the regular season obviously too it's just hard like Mm -hmm. yeah I hear you I think it's just I hate saying like because I always was super like skill wins you games skills matters first but it's like you could have both. Please have both, almost. Yeah. Boys, I'm just moving to the other room with my Mac here so Robin can watch Netflix. Um, moving back to the normal podcast spot, the table. What's up? Ooh. Um, is she, uh, she going to get off on those Ted Bundy movies on there? Yo, actually, we watched the Ted Bundy shit last night, eh? With Zach it's Efron. Good. It's actually really good. I liked it. 
Oh wait, the Zac Efron one? Yeah, I just saw, it's, it's I saw good. like the documentary one. Yeah. The Zac Efron one's good. The Zac yeah. Efron one's good, man. He actually like was making me feel some kind of way about Ted Bundy. And I'm not saying that what Ted Bundy did was right. Holy fuck, I'm not saying that. But he like made you <laughs> You Trump supporter. He made you feel like kind of bad for like his character, man. Yeah. See, but I think that's like it's innately wrong. It's it'll be interesting to yeah. watch, but like it's kind of it's bad to look at that and just be like, oh yeah, yeah. I feel sympathy for Ted Bundy, <laughs> like, dude. But that's how that's how like deep into his bullshit he was that he like really didn't believe that he like that he did it. Do you guys want me to call the podcast episode Ted Bundy didn't do it? Oh, oh Jesus Christ! God. <laughs> oh my God! That would be so we're gonna get we're gonna get taken down. Yeah, I don't think iTunes will like that. <laughs> yeah, I've actually run the math and uh, Ted Bundy didn't do it, man. I. <laughs> If you've seen the movie, he actually says that he didn't do it. So maybe We're we got to start like believing people when they say half, shit. Half a hockey, hockey podcast, half a new serial. Yes, true uh, crime. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Welcome back to Hosers. On today's episode, Ted Bundy didn't do it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I might have to call the podcast Ted Bundy didn't do it. If Ted Bundy was a hockey team, who would he be? He would be um, Boston. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's that's your title. Can I Ted actually Bundy, the Boston Bruins? Can I just say like get something <laughs> off my chest really quick here? Uh, uh, how do I say this? You know, I don't care. There is this segment of hockey fans right now that have painted the Boston Bruins and specifically Brad Marchand as as this bad guy to the point where they're like. Boston being successful in the playoffs is bad for hockey. Meh, meh, meh. And to those people, I just want to say, you're a fucking baby and get over it. And let me explain why. <laughs> I am not a... a um, was, like, was I happy when the Leafs lost to Boston? No. I, I was actually pretty ups- upset. I was upset because they had this opportunity that was kind of squandered and like if the Leafs were still in the playoffs I they would be the favorite easy no problem but it didn't work out like that and I think people now especially Leaf fans have this narrative that that Boston is like the big bad which I kind of understand but a lot of it is tied to Brad Marchand right yeah and I think that First and foremost, the the way that Brad Marchand plays, I'm not condoning how he plays, but if Brad Marchand wore a blue sweater instead of a black and gold sweater, I don't think any of these fucking people would be complaining. And all this, oh, I love him. and all that, yeah, you told, dude, he'd be your fucking favorite player <laughs> if he was a Maple Leaf, or if he was a Hab in your case, Carter, right? But the thing that like really bothers me is this fucking narrative right now where people are like like you guys have obviously seen this shit on Sportsnet where like he's being interviewed by Kyle Bukowskis and he's only giving one word answers and people are like that is so unprofessional why don't you think about Kyle's feelings and I'm just like that is fucking good drama for the playoffs and it's obviously a bit and it's obviously like supposed to be funny so like why are you getting so bent out of shape and, and, like, listen, you're entitled to your opinion if you feel that way, but, like, that is good, exciting, hilarious drama for like, the playoffs, yeah. for fuck's sake. Like, that's, that and kind of shit is, like, what people 
love and want in sports. Like, oh, like, the NBA is so exciting. The NFL is, like, so exciting. But then, like, when it comes to NHL, like, oh, no, don't do that. Like, yeah. like Marshawn Lynch. Like, it was great. Like, yes. the whole, I'm just here to, like, so I don't get fined. Like, and then <laughs> yeah. NBA players, like, like, Durant just being a big baby in his press conference or something. It's like, oh, it's good, like, television. It's good entertainment. Like, unless, unless, yes. it's tor- yes. unless it's Tortorella being a fucking asshole. Yeah, but, but even then, like, the thing yeah, that I think is like, ironic about it, though, boys, is you get these people who are on this fucking podium, and they're like, you know, fuck the Bruins and fuck Marshawn, and I don't really think that they're upset about the Bruins. I think they're upset that the Leafs keep losing to them, and Marshawn is just wearing a black and gold sweater so it's just easy to hate that team but it's 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 the same people who are like we need to grow the game we need to do things to grow the men's game and we need to do things that grow the women's game and hockey as a whole across the world are ironically the same people that when there is things that brings a casual fan to see the sport because maybe they saw that interview on sports center that morning they're the same ones that fucking poo poo it so it's like figure out what your perspective is on it and make up your fucking mind because you can't be half pregnant with that take, man. I'm just saying. And, like, I think, especially with Leafs fans this year, like, if I was being, like, a super homer or whatever, like, I don't think I could really hate the Bruins at all. Like, I get that they lost to them and the the Leafs lost to them, but if, if the Leafs lost to Columbus or whatever in the first round, would yeah. you just automatically hate the Blue Jackets going forward? Like, I think more, especially this series, they went to seven games. It was a, the Leafs played their game. Yeah. They dominated, honestly, like five of the games. They should have won more than yeah. three. Yeah. So it's like, it's more internal problems that you should be worried about if yes. you're a Leafs fan. Like, 100%. Yeah. It's more. Deploy like, if, if we're talking like, about focus on your own shit before blaming Boston and before all your troubles. But like, Bo- Boston's just it's they've just like built like they built themselves. This is way before Marshawn's time, but they built themselves up as the bullies. Like back, like it started with like McSorley and like that whole era of hockey where like yeah. you didn't want to play Boston because you were gonna get fucking rattled if you played Boston. I just think and when you're when that, you're sorry, go ahead, Carter. No, I'm just saying like that's the that's the like that's the aura around Boston is that you're just gonna get fucking smacked and it's always been that way and teams go to Boston and hate playing Boston because they know that's what they're in for when they go to Boston with like as soon as they step step on the ice in the TD center you're not having an easy time no matter if you're top one in the league or if you're number 31 in the league you know what I mean yeah I think like sports is subjective and like I am passionate about hockey at all levels. I am passionate about the teams that I follow and the players that I like. But I think sometimes you have to take a step back and like just objectively look at it and go like, is this, like, take your fandom out of the equation and go, is this good for hockey as a product, right? And yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I, I'm of the opinion that like the Boston Bruins are not the fucking problem for the Leafs or really for these playoffs because I've heard people say like I'm not going to watch the playoffs because of Boston and not just one person like several people have that take and I'm just thinking like isn't that even if you aren't rooting for the Bruins isn't it kind of good to have like the dark side a villain yeah like isn't that good for the narrative and good for like casual fans you know what I mean and then and then it's just like as I said, it's just like you, you have this take that is almost 
it's convenient that you have this take on this particular team or this particular player, but if they, you know, wore your team's colors, you know, you'd be singing yeah. a very different tune. Well, yeah, I, and- I hate Boston, but they're a good program. Like, yes. It's, and they always have been. Like, they're one of the teams that didn't get cursed by this, like, shift, like, this paradigm shift in the NHL where, like, you went from six dominating teams to, like, it being a fluid list of top right. to bottom. Like, Boston's always found a way to go to the top, and I think that's why it's easy for people that hate Boston is because they have they always find a way to shut everyone else down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Thomas, what do you think the like biggest concerns are amongst the fans these days? I think... Well, there was that whole era we kind of missed with a couple weeks of, like, Fire Babcock and stuff. And thank, and honestly, thank fucking God we missed that, because I would blow yeah. my brains out <laughs> if we had to fucking talk about that. I'm sorry, boys. I just I was, can't. I yeah. don't really care, and I don't think it would change a lot. Yeah. Like, it's a whole... I was actually... I'm in the middle of writing something about it, but, like, a whole concept. I was listening to... Because uh, it's baseball season, so I have to. Uh, Vladdy! Effectively... Big butt! A, yeah, effectively wild. This is the Fangraphs uh, podcast that um, nerded out, but they were talking about like the biodiversity in like analytics uh, departments in baseball. But it's like you could see that biodiversity, like they use biodiversity as like a just umbrella term. But it's like this whole thing that you should have more voices in the room. Like I get that having one philosophy like push your franchise forward. But there's a good thing that, like, Babcock is still rooted in that. Like, I still don't know if, like, he's always perfect, obviously. He's not. Yeah. But, like, would any other coach make a different decision? Like, I don't know. Like, it's just... Yeah. yeah. It's just... It's it's one of these things here where, like, I'm kind of thankful we missed all of, like, the hot takery that was going on. Um, and we, it's like, we almost like skip, like we did skip a a week or two weeks of episodes. Um, you know, which, yeah, I'm sorry that we missed those for the listeners, but at the same time, I just like, am not comfortable sharing the same bullshit that was being spewed on every other podcast about the Leafs shortcomings this season. I'm just over it, man. Like if, if you're like, it's, I think it's okay to be disappointed that your team didn't do well. And I think it's good and it's exciting to think about things like the draft and all this other stuff but if you can't be excited about the playoffs like that is your fucking problem and if you (laughs) you know what i mean like go take a walk outside think about it and then come back to your tv and go i'm gonna miss hockey because we only got like you know another month or so of hockey before it's gone for several months so get it while the getting's good even if it's storylines that you don't care about or narratives that you don't care about it's look for something hockey. and enjoy it yeah it's still it's still the fucking yeah. playoffs man and it's the best of the best of the the year like that's what this is yeah like no matter if you hate the team or not you're still they're there for a reason and it's still this is the best hockey that you'll see yeah like all year it's true um we didn't get to talk about uh new jersey winning the draft lottery i don't think oh god dude oh my god they're, I'm okay. The other, the more exciting part, I think honestly, I think the Rangers are going to make the playoffs next year. They're so, yeah. They've developed so many like, they signed uh, fuck, what's his name, the Russian kid that they dropped, Kravtsov. Yeah. 
They signed him. They signed the Shist- Russian goalie that they have. Shist- it was when he played in Russia, Shisturkin, and now it's Shisturkin. Shisturkin? Okay. Yeah, stop Whatever. Shisturkin me around and say your uh, name properly. He'll probably, he'll probably be in the AHL. Yeah. Obviously, because they have Georgiev and Lundqvist uh, uh, still there, but... Nothing gets uh, me more fired like, up about Russian goalie prospects. Ooh, Ilya Samsonov. Ilya Sorokin. Ooh, Ilya Sorokin. Ilya Sorokin. Oh. oh, goodness gracious. Mm. All those uh, metropolitan teams. Ooh, there's um, a goalie for Philly's prospect pool now. Uh, Yustamenko. Ooh, he's Belarusian. Ooh, <laughs> oh, goodness. What about a, what about a little uh, Uka Pekka Lincoln? Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Uka Pekka. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not even Uka Pekka. my dick. Imagine. You. I don't know if you could be intimate if your name was Uka Pekka. Uka Pekka. It's like a rhythm. It's like, you know, what is that? someone takes it's your back. It's Uka Pekka, Uka Pekka. I can't stop this feeling. <laughs> Uka Pekka, Uka Pekka, Uka Pekka, Uka Uka. Holy fuck! I'm, oh my god, that's great. Oh my god. Now we have to do it. Could we get Bam Margera to do that as a part of the bit? Yeah. Uka Pekka, Uka. Oh my. God. And then we'll just be like. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god! You know what I think we should start doing is I think we got to shoot our shot with just, like, some random celebrities and see if we can get them on the podcast. Like, get, like, a okay. good... Like, imagine we got Bam Margera on the podcast and we're just like, hey, man, things were going pretty good until you started wearing eyeliner and listening to that him band. <laughs> him? You fucking suck. Okay, like, listen, uh... this is, this is going to be, like, 70 bucks. That's cool. <laughs> He's that's, like, that's, you know what, cool, boys? Right? You sent me a cart and a Canada Classic? <laughs> And Carter, you come over here and beat the shit out of Phil on the toilet, and we'll make it happen. He definitely smokes like reserve cigs without filters and shit. Yeah, oh, gross. That's tough, man. You get you go to the casino rama down the way here to the reserve. You get like a yeah. Get a freezer bag full of cigarettes. Freezer bag full of full of darts for like seven fifty, dude. It's a very real possibility, man. Like when I was younger, this the cigarettes that were like the most, like, the 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 you know you had friends growing up who like, you know had smokes or like got somebody older to buy them smokes. Most of the time, you were smir- smoking the uh, cigarettes from the reserve across the way here. Oh yeah, um, and you I can tell because they're about the size. Guy, obviously, they're they're like the size of a Crayola marker. Dude, they're humongous yeah. cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All there is a tr- a tree branch wrapped in filament paper. <laughs> Dude, straight up, they're humongous. Have you? Oh have, yeah. One time, uh, this is actually kind of a funny story. Uh, we were on our way to Craig Blankhorn's uh, bachelor party, and we were stopping at Casino Rama so we could do a little gambling. And my buddy Emmett is driving us, and we're we just get onto the reserve on our way to the casino. And he is flooring it. Like, he's going probably 90 kilometers an hour in a 50. And sure as shit, we get pulled over by the, uh, like, the reservation, like, the police service that's on the reserve. Mm-hmm. And they go, uh, sir, do you know how fast you're driving? And Emmett just kind of puts his hand on the wheel and goes, you know what, officer? Uh, we're on our way to a bachelor party. Like, I just wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. And the guy goes, 
yeah, yo, it's cool, man. No problem. Just slow down, okay? It just lets us go. <laughs> oh, my God. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a great, great time. But, uh, yeah, we, we, had a, we had a good time. What's that? Is he okay? Yeah, he ate a pepper. Oh, he ate a pepper. Oh. Good. Oh. One time, Balto was, uh, I was good. eating chicken wings a couple years ago. Yeah. And Balto, he's, like, he started begging for food again. Oh, but he yeah. didn't beg for food for, that. like, a... He didn't beg for food for like a year and a half because I was eating chicken wings and they were like, peel your face off spicy wings. And he was yeah. like up in my lap and wouldn't leave me alone. So I was like, all right, fine. So I like, I took the bone out and I threw it on the ground and he like put it in his mouth and he was like, <laughs> and was so uncomfortable. And I was like, all right, buddy, well, you don't beg for food because it's not, yeah. you're not always going to like it. We, uh, like I said at the, kind of the beginning of the episode, we've been taking Puck to obedience classes here in Barrie. And, um, yeah, it's a thing, man. It's a thing. Did you ever take your dog to obedience class, Carter, or no? No, no, I should have. What about you, Thomas? Did you guys take Fern to class or anything? No, we were thinking about it, but it's like, I don't know. It's, ex- it's it is expensive. Like, we found that it's it's actually helped Puck a little bit because he's just like. Yeah. Thing is, like Puck is like his old man. He just doesn't give a fuck and he'll piss on the floor once in a while, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> just joking. Uh, <laughs> maybe he, he. Robin wakes up and Puck's buried in those little pillows. Yeah, Robin wakes up and she's like, "Chris, Chris, <laughs> are you outside, pissing on you're the floor? In, you're in the other room." I just got, like, my leg up. I'm, like, pissing all over the stove. <laughs> but, uh, no, we found it's been really good. But the people, like, dog people are fucking weird. I'm just going to call a spade a spade. Like, it's, uh, it's fucking weird. You guys got to get your act together. Um, and Hi, Puck. Hello, Puck's owner. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, you know the scene in uh, Ace Ventura where he's like, Oh, je boo. Like, that's how these fucking people are. And I'm like, get away from me, kindly. You you stay on your side of this pen and I'll stay on my side, okay? It's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I think it's just because, like, I love having a dog, but I think dog owners as a general rule, like some of them, um, they give me the creeps. That's all. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I'm good. I think dog owners that, like, so... For Balto, I'm like, yeah, he's a shithead, and he'll bite you if he doesn't want you to pet him. Like, dog owners aren't, like, honest about their shit. Yes. They're like, oh, oh, no, hand killer over there wouldn't wouldn't hurt a fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and he's, like, this big snarling thing. His teeth are, like, eight feet long. He's got, like, scars all over his body. They're like, oh, no, he's just a teddy bear once you get to know him. Yeah, like, it's... I no, think you you raised your dog wrong. <laughs> like, you, own it. When you're going through, like, the training process with your dog, and this is something I, like, genuinely struggle with, is we'll take Park to... Uh, Puck. Start again. We'll take Puck <laughs> to the park across the street from where we live, and I'll, like, do some of the things that we, like, trained on, right? Like, this shit ain't cheap to get the, the dog training. So, like, we're trying to get the most out of it. And then they'll be, like kids and people who like want to come and pet the dog and i'm like hey guys like he's training i'm sorry like he can't be pet right now and they're mm-hmm. like devastated and i'm just like please just let me do what i gotta oh, do what? i know you want to Dr- pet him and that's cute but like see if your mommy and daddy will buy a fucking dog okay the I got, worst I got is my when stuff people to do over here 
when they come up to the dogs and they grab them like by the face or the ears and they shake them around and then yeah. he's like, I don't like that. So he does the teeth thing and then they're like, holy fuck, he bit me. Yeah. Like and they I'm got 911 like, already going. Yeah. And I was like, well, you basically just fucking rattled his cage and threw him across the yeah. lawn. Like, of yeah. course he's going to be mad. I'm like going to come across the park at little Susie and start shaking her fucking head around like that and see if she <laughs> likes it. All right. <laughs> I'm just joking. Just I don't do by that. the ears. Just like, Imagine I know you, like, what you're going through. You saw someone's kid and you just like, boy or girl, doesn't matter. You just grab their head and you're like, hey there. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> like the way that we talk to pets. We started doing that to children. Start rubbing their belly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get the police at my door. Fucking Mr. Killingsworth. We know you're in there. Come out with your hands up. Are you the guy from the mall? <laughs> we told you, no more hanging out outside La Senza. You're bothering people. <laughs> that was actually like a really funny joke from the last episode. A couple of people I work with listen to the podcast. And one of my buddies, Jordan, was like, nice touch with the La Senza joke. <laughs> it, was a tough, it was a tough look, but we, we had a good laugh about it. So oh my God. It's fine. Um, oh my God. Yo, do we have a mailbag this week, Thomas, or not? Nah? Uh... Yeah, we do. All right, let's get into the mailbag. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Suck it, Fanoff. Woo! Um, so we have one question. And I'll, I'll, I'll ask my own question, too. You, oh, well, that's um, how we're doing things around here. Right? But we're, we're desperate. Uh, so one question's from a uh, class, classmate of mine, actually. The, the Bruins um, fan? No, no, no. Okay, next. Uh, Pierre, Pierre Sands. <laughs> oh. um, what do you think about cheesecake? Love it. What do I think about cheesecake? Yeah. The best cheesecake I ever had in my life is made by my grandmother. It's cherry cheesecake. Um, mm. 10 out of 10. Uh, my dad is the recipe, and he tries to make it, but it doesn't taste nearly as good as it does when I'm out east eating it out it's cause, there. It's because he's, he's a cop. Because he's a cop. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I love cheesecake. I think cheesecake for me is kind of bastardized a little bit because like, here's the thing when I'm eating cheesecake, it's got to have a fruit topping. Uh, if it's got like a fucking Snickers bar in the middle and caramel coming out the sides, that shit ain't cheesecake. So don't try and pass it off like it is. (laughs) Cheesecake has to have a fruit topping and that's my story I'm sticking to. Uh Chris, can we, can we, should we tell the listeners about your Cheesecake Factory story again, or? I don't, have I told that story before? Uh, it's I a, think so. It's a good one. It's pretty bad, actually. So, okay, here's the story. Thomas, you were fucking there, man. Remember we went to that Marley's what? game last year? Just Robin oh, yeah. and I and you? Yeah, you were fucking there. You? Okay, I remember. And Carter, yeah. fucking friend of the year, gets drunk and is like, bro, I forgot we made plans. He's been drinking fucking all day. So he couldn't I'm come. sorry. At least I owned yeah, it. Yeah, at least he owned it, which I kind of respected. So anyways, Robin and I are like, well, fuck, let's, let's go to uh, Cheesecake Factory, right? And here's the thing about Cheesecake Factory is, you know what? I'll just, let me just explain the story, and you guys will hear where I'm at. But basically, when you go to the Cheesecake Factory, uh, at least the one in Yorkdale Mall in Toronto here, it was... I I think it had been open for maybe a few months and it was fucking packed. So you go in, they give you like that little, you know, excuse me, that little beeper. And they're like, yeah, it's going to be like 45 minutes. So we just walked around the mall. The Marlies had just won a a playoff game. 
um, and we're just waiting for our table. And then I'm looking at the menu, and uh, I see this thing here, chicken parmesan pizza. And I'm like, mm. that sounds incredible. Two of my favorite things, chicken parm and pizza. I'm going to get that. And Robin got pasta of some kind. I can't remember. But anyways, our uh, our server really pissed me off. He's a real funny guy. You know, when he's like, oh, yeah. uh, and what can I get you guys to drink? And you're like, oh, I think I'm good with like a water. And uh, could I get a, 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 a Coke? And they're like, nope. Nah, I'm just joking, buddy. I'll get you a Coke. I'm like, oh, <laughs> got him. Yeah. I'm like, they get the table behind you clapping. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this guy's fucking hilarious. This guy's great. Um, but I was so angry. So that kind of set me off. And I remember Robin being like, you could see me like pouting. I'm like, I just don't like our server. He's a fucking. But so the food comes out. And I'm expecting chicken parm pizza. And if I say that out loud, you would imagine a pizza with chicken on it, like a chicken yeah. parm pizza, right? Well, yeah, and a lot of sure enough, I get this fucking plate that is a chicken parmesan the size of my plate with pizza toppings <laughs> on it. Okay. And I remember looking. So it's like chicken. It's like chicken instead of crust. It's it's literally no crust. It's just a chicken like cutlet that's like Jesus spread across Christ. his fucking plate, right? Okay. So I remember like looking over at Rob, and she's like, "What's wrong? Like, what's wrong?" And I was just like, "This is not what I expected, expected. it to be." <laughs> and I'm also like a bit of a picky eater, so I was kind of like in my head, I'm like, "How do you fuck up chicken parm?" But this thing is humongous. I'm not going to eat it. Also, chicken breasts aren't meant to be this big. Like, it was spread like a fucking pizza crust. So I couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. This is the only time in my life I started eating it. And in my head, my fucking, like, anxiety was, was kicking in. And it's like, like, you know, the devil on my shoulder. It's just like, um, chicken parm isn't this big so how the fuck are they making it like this and i'm like yeah uh, i don't know man i'm not quite sure and he's like well as long as you keep eating it um you know i'm gonna kind of be here in the back of your head just saying like uh chicken parm isn't fucking made like this buddy so i don't know what you're eating but and in my fucking head i'm like freaking out i'm like how the fuck did they make it like this? Because chicken doesn't spread that far. Like, and in my head, I'm like making myself sick thinking about how it's made because I couldn't figure it out. So anyways, we end up getting cheesecake and I got the fucking OG cheesecake and Robin got one that was like a, a kind of a freakier one, but it was still really good. Um, and then we're driving home and you know, when you, I've talked about this on the podcast before, one of the worst things about eating out is getting this like feeling in your stomach. That's like, I just paid a hundred dollars for me and my partner to eat food and I'm going to shit in 15 minutes. Was it worth oh, it? Oh yeah. I, that's, that's why I hate eating in general. Cause I'm like, well, this is going to be a mess in about 15 but minutes. But you know what? Like if I can eat like a bagel, I know I'm not going to poop it out right away like it's gonna be a bit of time it's in like the tummy, where right? you feel like you feel so sick and gross you're like what the yeah hell? i paid to feel like exactly this? Like, <laughs> I, and you paid fucking at the cheesecake factory probably you know 100 bucks, a hundred bucks right it's like when you go to the mandarin so we're driving home and robin's like babe are you okay and i'm like sick as a ghost white as a ghost sick as a ghost isn't an expression but <laughs> sure. here we are 
and she's like are you okay are you okay and i'm like babe i like don't feel good like i think i might have an accident on my way home here like i might poo my pants so she's like well do you want to get off at the on route like the one just past wonderland as we're heading back to barry i'm like no i don't think so i'm gonna power through it well i end up almost shitting my pants and i the entire time all i can think about is like how the fuck do they make this chicken parm pizza i finally get home and i google it like while i'm sitting on the toilet and basically they shred the chicken and they spread it out uh, to me it's still fucking gross see, and i'd I, never okay, eat it i was again. gonna i was gonna imagine they got like they pumped uh like you know how like swish la pumps their chicken breast like full of water to like make it more plump i did not yeah. know that that is concerning so, yeah they yeah um it's like half the size or like double the size they should be um but so i imagine they did that and then like got a meat cleaver and like hammered it out yeah you know not yeah. a cleaver i mean like the like the like tenderizer, the tenderizer. Yeah. so they hammered it out to make it like all flat and shit the, it, that's but probably like, that's what like they that'd did. be like that's probably what they that'd did be like out. somewhat that you could but do but like, i just think it's it's so like if i think about my experience there it like makes me queasy because the cheesecake as advertised is pretty good but everything else was below average and i'm sorry i don't have like so, a funny punchline but if you can just imagine me driving home as fast as i can because i think i'm going to shit my pants hopefully you laugh do you guys want me to be the comedic relief for this punchline? Please. I just I just thought of a funny story about shitting pants. <laughs> nice, man. You know, let's tie this back to hockey. You know, I bet a lot of the players are shitting their pants in anticipation for making their way through the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. <laughs> it actually harkens back to a time where Carter almost shit his pants. Go ahead, Carter. It was a full shit. Oh, you actually so, shit your pants. Yeah, so this is... I, when you said I'm going to sh- have an accident, yeah. it made me think of... Remember when my family lived in the East End by the hospital? Yes, sir. Um, so I was working at the college at this time, yep. and I work... So I, I like, had an office job. I didn't, like... But it was kind of like an all-hands-on-deck getting ready for the auto show. Yeah. And the auto show if any, anyone listens, is like, it's the biggest auto sh- outdoor auto show in North America. It's humongous. It's like a, and so it's like all hands on deck. And so like, I'm out there, like I have gym shorts on, a button down shirt from like the office and like my Blundstone's on. And I'm like, pu- I wasn't feeling well that day. And I'm like there in the hot sun, like putting up tents and everything like that. And the, the house is like a 10 minute walk, 15 minute walk from the college. Yeah, and I'm there... With, like, a group of people, like, that I work with and a bunch of people that I don't know. And I, like, go to, like, put up this one thing and I, like, lift my hands up and I jolt. And I shit. (laughs) As I, like, put this up. And it just, like, goes down my leg into my blundstones. Oh, my God. And I just, I just, like, so I look, I look at people. Remember in Napoleon Dynamite when (laughs) he. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> when when he gets out of the van and runs <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what i did i think I Tom, I think <laughs> thomas i think he puked <laughs> and i just i ran straight home and got oh. into the shower with my clothes on dude you should have done I'm that just, oh my god just to bring it back to ace venture you know the scene when he finds out that einhorn's a man and he jumps in the shower with his clothes on <laughs> or he sets all his clothes I, on fire and he's just Einhorn's like, a man. <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. Oh, yeah. Einhorn is Finkel. 
Yeah, have you seen Ace Ventura, Thomas? No. You are the worst. Oh my god, dude. Okay. Uh, what's the... Is there another question in the mailbag? So, speaking of Ace Ventura, good segue. I was thinking about this when you were talking about Ace Ventura earlier. Yeah. If you could put Jim Carrey... Yeah. As any... He's kind of weird now, so kind of fucks up. But uh, if you could put Jim Carrey as into any movie and replace him as the actor, lead actor instead of the actual actor, yeah. what movie would you put him in? It's tricky because he's, like, actually, like, pretty versatile. Like, he's done, like, serious roles. Okay, but and... I mean, like... I mean, like, but he, he, Mask Jim Carrey. He would, Ace Ventura he, Jim Carrey. Like, imagine that. Uh, oh, I don't know. Probably, like, a movie where he doesn't fit. Like, uh... Fuck. I don't know. Um, I, I'd put him in place of Leo in um, <laughs> Shutter Island. Oh, I thought you say Titanic. That's my oh. answer. Titanic. <laughs> No, Shutter Island. <laughs> Shutter Island. Oh, that'd be good. Oh my god, I like the scary shit. Oh, yeah. He's just like doing the scene with Rose at the fucking top of the boat. And he's like all wigging out. Stupid and things. all you see is like... Yeah, no lips. Like doing like the all teeth <laughs> thing. Like yo. Well, he's behind her hugging her. Yeah, yo, I'm like secretly <laughs> hoping I meet... Uh, secretly hoping that I meet... Uh, jim carrey because apparently like he still has a place in Newmarket, so because that's where he's from oh, originally no. so he's like he's fucked up now well yeah like, like i mean if you believe that vaccinations will give your kids autism you're a fucking yeah. idiot like let's just call a spade a spade uh sorry if there's any anti-vaxxers that listen <laughs> uh, don't fucking listen I'll yeah if you're an anti-vaxxer you got more problems going on than a podcast <laughs> yeah. that talks about hockey and shitting into your boots <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know what? We've alienated, alienated a lot of people on tonight's episode and that's totally <laughs> yeah, cool. Don't care. As long as totally offside listens, that's all I care about. Fuck the rest yeah, of exactly. you. I'm just joking. There's a few good people out there, but we love yeah, uh, T.O. Loves Ramina loves this episode. Uh, have you talked to Rams recently? Ew, yeah. Me? No. I miss her. How about you, Carter? Have you talked to her? <laughs> no, I... I just I haven't didn't. talked to her since the CWHL stuff happened. I mean, I, it's that was a uh, long time did, ago, but... Did you see the PA's shitty-ass tweet? Oh, yeah, like... Oh, could, God. The NFL PA had a better tweet, which is Yeah, fun. yo. Uh, uh, good luck. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. It's like, I want to talk about it on the next episode, though, because I think it's important. Yo, Carter, can you actually line up us getting Lexi to do an episode in the next couple of weeks oh yeah that'd be good yeah just like while it's still very topical i think she'd have a lot of really important stuff we to do that say. soon yeah and we got all of our if like you got yo okay never mind. We'll, we'll talk about this shit later but yeah we're gonna wrap it up thanks for listening guys <laughs> i know i said it was gonna be a short episode but then i wanted to tell the uh a couple stories just for the comic relief um thanks for listening guys we'll be back next week for another episode of Hosers, episode 47, the Leo Komarov episode. Um, anything you want to plug, Thomas? Anything you're writing about? I know you're writing for a new website. Can we talk about that or no? Uh, no, not Okay, yet. so Thomas, <laughs> he's actually taken up a job at Chatelaine doing women's fashion. Yeah, Congrats, exactly. bro. I'm on my way. I My goal is Vogue eventually, yeah. so, you know. Okay, sounds good. Making my way Carter, up. Carter, you want to plug anything or no? Um, 
not really. I think we're all good. Yeah, and I don't want to plug anything at all. Just remember Listen, to... Listen, uh, follow the podcast at Takeoff Hosers on Twitter. Yeah, uh, subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at No Salary Retained. No E. Follow Carter on Twitter. And Carter Lupel. Carter Lupel. And you guys can uh, follow me in real life. I live uh, in Barrie. Um, Does Puck still have Instagram? Puck still has Instagram at there you go. Pocky Pup. Oh, I don't. Nice. I don't even Follow run that, that account. The wife does, but that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you guys next week, and happy hockey watching. Brad Marchand is not the bad guy. Go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.